Welcome to SonaCast, a podcast from the team at Sona Nanotech Inc. Sona's unique gold nanorods will power next generation diagnostic devices and medical applications. In every podcast, we seek to learn more about our industry with expert insight and special guests. Welcome to episode 9 of SonaCast. Last week, Sona Nanotech attended the Lateral Flow Workshop 2019 in Amsterdam, in the Netherlands. In this episode of SonaCast, recorded in Amsterdam, we speak to Rob Porter of Rap IVD and Brendan O'Farrell of DCN Diagnostics about the past, present and future of the technology. Both men have more than 30 years experience in rapid diagnostics and are key figures in the industry. Hello, I'm Darren Evans, Sona's Head of Communications, and I'm here with Rob Porter, the CEO of Rap IVD. And back when he was a young lad, back in the 80s, Rob was actually one of the first people to use a lateral flow test. Um, Rob, could you tell me a little bit about how that came about? Well, I was a a young lad at the time, and uh, I thought for my first job, I'd go and get a job at McDonald's to to earn some money. And I thought when I get home that my dad would be really proud that I'd gone off and got myself a job. But instead, no, he's... He said that I wasn't going to work there and I was going to come into Unilever and work with a, on a new technology uh, which was lateral flow for nothing, which at the time I didn't feel was a very good deal, but in hindsight was uh, quite good. So yes, I turned up at the U- Colworth Unilever facility and uh, worked with the kind of original founders of the technology to try and move it forwards and ever since then with uh, my school summer and holiday jobs and and later on in life I I worked and developed and manipulated kind of lateral flow technology and other immunoassay formats. Okay so back then in the early days of the technology was there any sense of the potential about you know where it could go in future? Well originally it was all set up uh, for pregnancy but they did did actually feel that uh, it could be migrated into other areas and one of the first kind of areas was actually animal health because they had a animals feeds business as well as um, as this new technology for pregnancy and it was all really driven by a guy called Thomas Thomas who was the R&D director of Unilever he was an Indian and he was very concerned about um, uh, fertility and pregnancy within India so it actually was first primarily driven for the Indian uh, countries but uh, obviously Europe was a, had more was a much more attractive environment and, and later America so the drive was really on focusing around pregnancy and fertility in, in the initial stages uh, but over time other companies came in and utilized the technologies obviously for drugs of abuse uh, and other kind of applications which it can be easily used and manipulated transferring ELISA or other kind of immune assays, so glutination, onto uh, lateral flow. Okay. Now, this is a technology in which you've uh, dedicated the last kind of 30 years of your life. Could you give me a bit of a a potted history of your career from those early days right up to where you are now as as a CEO and director of uh, RAP IVD? So, yes, um, I kind of, uh, obviously, at a a young age, was brought in, worked on this technology, and and throughout my kind of uh, time at education I went and did work still with, with them during the holidays 
And then I came up with a, a new immunoassay. It was an electrochemical immunoassay, actually, uh, which uh, the guys at Unipath, the original uh, holders of the, the lateral flow patent, uh, uh, invested in. And um, then from there, I moved to Unilever and then transferred to Unipath. So I was actually part of the sales process for selling Unipath to then Inverness Medical, which is now a Lear part of Abbott. Uh, so I presented all the R&D to the potential buyers to try and attract them to purchase the company and obviously hopefully push the price up for Unilever, which we, we did. Um, then from there, I went, uh, was asked by the Royal Society uh, if I would go to the National Physical Laboratory uh, to look at uh, measurement improvements within immunoassays and biosensors and one of them was actually to look at improving and standardising methods for, for developing uh, conjugates for lateral flow and improving systems for making lateral flow. So we have a, a good patent out there if anybody's interested in improving their lateral flow assays. We have a good paper, sorry, uh, in, in the in the public domain when I was at uh, MPL. So if people search for, for my name and National Physical Laboratory, they should be able to find this paper which will help people in developing and improving their lateral flow assays. Okay, now we're recording this at the Lateral Flow Workshop 2019 in uh, Amsterdam, run by BioDot. And in the first day, you gave uh, an address about your background in lateral flow, but you also talked a little bit about the future of the technology. And I wonder if you could um, kind of explore some of those themes now briefly and just say where you think this technology is headed in the maybe the next five, ten years. Well, I think. One of the questions that people always ask is why lateral flow is still going, because it's like 30 years old. It's, uh, it's very rare for technologies to keep going. And over that time, there's been very little uh, development in the technology, uh, except for like speed of result and, and uh, actually bringing in quantitative measurements. Now, the reason for that is simple, speedy, specific, and cost-effective to make these things. But where things are going to go in the future, I reckon, is going to be around uh, particle development. Because whilst uh, lateral flow is quite sensitive, we can improve sensitivity, we can improve selectivity uh, by developing better particles and better ways of showing the line. Not necessarily from the, uh, visually from the naked eye, but, but with machines that can measure these particles much more efficiently. Okay. Um, you also talked about uh, the potential of colloidal gold and particularly, um, you know, gold uh, nanorods, which of course is what we produce at uh, Sona Nanotech um, in other fields outside lateral flow. And I wonder if you could uh, just tell me a little bit about that. Well, I've, I've used um, gold and silver in, in electrochemical techniques. Uh, so I've developed uh, a system which founded the company Argento or, or AG Plus as it is now, which is a highly sensitive uh, system. But more specifically with um, nanorods, I think there is a, is a dramatic un-pulled uh, out ability for these nanorods in other areas. There, there are, are kind of key attributes of these things which I think are, are unexplored, which will enable sensitivity of amino assays in the future just due to their structure, their shape, 
there would be other measurement techniques, I feel, that will lend themselves much better to these nanorods, which conventional spherical um, particles or nanoparticles won't be able to deliver. So I think there is much more uh, future sensitivity which will come from these like novel shaped and reproducibly produced uh, part nanoparticles. Excellent and uh, we definitely uh, hope that Sona's uh, unique gold nanorods will be part of that exciting future. Rob Porter thanks ever so much for joining us today, really appreciate it. Thank you Dan. So I'm here with uh, Brendan O'Farrell, president and co-founder of uh, DCN Diagnostics. And uh, now Brendan has more than 30 years' experience in the development, manufacturing, and commercialisation of uh, rapid diagnostics. So he knows a thing or two about this industry. Um, Brendan, can you tell me a little bit about you, about your role at DCN, and a little bit of potted history of the company? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm uh, Brendan O'Farrell, co-founder of DCN. As you said, I've been uh, working in the rapid diagnostics industry now for. Oh, close on 30 years, mostly in the lateral flow space. So we founded DCN about 15 years ago with the, with the intent of, of really educating the industry on the capabilities of lateral flow technology and uh, really trying to push that technology forward. You know, we entered the industry at a time when it was really, lateral flow was focused on being a, a cheap solution to easy problems and we always felt the technology was much more capable than that and we've spent the last 10 or 15 years really uh, demonstrating the capabilities of the technology, evangelizing the technology, educating the industry and developing really high performing products for a wide variety of industry spaces but all using lateral flow. Okay and obviously the technology has evolved quite rapidly in, in recent years with the um, original patents having expired and people being allowed to kind of experiment a little bit more. Um, where is the technology at at the moment and, and what do you think uh, we can uh, likely to see in the next few years in terms of development? Well, I think we're you know we're in it we're in a period of, of rapid evolution. I would say in terms of components, materials, reagents, services, and and knowledge in terms of manufacturing processes. And um, you know I think we've demonstrated the capabilities of the technology in in, in delivering quantification and multiplexing. Uh, and now I think a lot of the evolution is around uh, new applications, new sample handling challenges, user centric design, reduction of errors. Um, all of which will allow the, uh, the, the, the the use of the technology in new application spaces. So consumer space now has finally really started to take off. Uh, we're seeing a lot of interest from, from tech investors in the space, pushing wellness and, and healthcare applications down into the consumer space. That's going to really involve uh, a lot of activity on the user-centric side of things, ensuring people get the right samples, that the devices are simple and intuitive and easy to use. Uh, the error-free, a lot of these applications are going to be using non-invasive samples, they're going to be quantitative uh, for you know ongoing measurements on, on a routine basis, so much more demanding um, and you know so a lot of the focus is going to be on making better devices for those purposes. Okay and if the technology is to, to realize its true potential, what are the major challenges that need to be overcome? Uh, well, they're the same as they always have been. You know, in lateral flow, it's uh, you know we're we're, we're dealing with a, a technology that utilizes a lot of fundamental components that weren't designed for purpose. Uh, so on the one hand, there, there 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 has been a lot of improvement in in the supply of materials and the types of materials, components, reagents that we use. 
um, which has helped immensely, but as developers we've had to de develop newer and better ways of, of overcoming variability, uh, driving sensitivity, um, and a lot of that has, has, has really helped through the years. Manufacturing process technology has to continue to evolve to keep up. Um, you know, again, uh, these applications are much more uh, analytically demanding. Uh, and, you know, as always, we can do a lot in the lab, but, uh, you know, I think a focus on really understanding the, the manufacturing process technologies and improving capabilities in that regard is going to be a big component of the ability to, to really uh, implement in these spaces. Okay. And uh, finally, uh, DCNDX uh, obviously organises the Advanced Lateral Flow course every year in San Diego. What can we expect from uh, that event in 2019? It's going to be a spectacular event in 2019. So we've got, uh, you know, we started the, the Advanced Lateral Flow course in, in 2014 uh, with about 60 attendees and, and four or five exhibitors. And this year we'll be probably close to 40 exhibitors uh, and well over 200 attendees. So it's going to be a tremendous uh, opportunity to, to learn uh, about all aspects of lateral flow development, manufacturing, commercialization, regulation. Uh, we host the, the Innovation Awards uh, every year now, so we've, we've got an, another um, Innovation Award with a, a $10,000 cash prize associated with, that, with it that has just been announced. Um, that's tremendously exciting. We've got several mini-symposia that will be focused on uh, the confluence of um, the tech space with, with uh, rapid diagnostics. Uh, and some input from um, NGOs, so we're going to have uh, some interesting segments uh, on, on the application of these devices in emerging economies and, and, and very high volume demanding applications. And then last but not least, it'll be a bit of fun. We have uh, tremendous networking, so we'll have a very focused crowd, uh, but a lot of good social events and uh, it's going to be an awesome three days in San Diego. Absolutely, and uh, you can almost guarantee excellent weather being uh, in California. It's not the worst place to be in October. Absolutely, and uh, Sona will not only be attending and exhibiting, but this year we're uh, with sponsors, so we're looking forward to it very much. Well, likewise, and we appreciate the, the support from Sona, and we look forward to seeing you there. Absolutely. Brendan, thanks ever so much for your time. Thank you. That's all from Sonacast this week. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. Also, make sure to follow us on social media to keep up to date with all the latest news and analysis from Team Sona. You can find us on Twitter, at Sona Nanotech, on LinkedIn, just search for Sona Nanotech Inc., and on Instagram, at Sona underscore Nanotech. Team Sona will be attending various industry events throughout 2019, including the Lateral Flow Workshop in Amsterdam, the Lateral Flow Course in San Diego, Medica in Dusseldorf, and AACC in Anaheim, where we will be recording future podcasts. If you'd like to be one of our special guests, please get in touch through any of our social media channels. Also, we would love to get your feedback on Sonacast, so please get in touch to let us know what you think, or if you have any ideas for future guests or content.